welcome to StrangerThingsPodcast.com, shows what you know about Stranger Things. That's right, we're here to discuss Stranger Things 3, the rest of the show, because if you remember last time, uh, 10,000 years ago, we discussed the first two episodes of Stranger Things 3, and then we went away for 10,000 years, and now we're going to see what do we remember. It has, in fact, been about a month, um, which in television years is a long time, but in Netflix years, it is 10,000 years. So we're going to see, first of all, what do we remember about Stranger Things? My name is Jacob Burrows. And my name is Jim Scampoli, and yeah, what is Stranger Things? I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Wherever even are we? What is I just it's like when I think of the stranger things, I just see the upside down or sorry, the the black void is what I see that uh she goes into. Whoever that person is that we don't remember. Just kidding. I remember Stranger Things. And uh, but it is interesting. We we note it every time after the first one and the second one, we note everyone is so so excited about Stranger Things. Forty million people watch it in the first four days, and then no one talks about it until next time Stranger Things. Right. Well, that's why, I mean, we got to be emailing Netflix. You people out there also need to be emailing Netflix. They need to be sending us screeners of this weeks ahead of time. So, I mean, although I did my due diligence, I watched all of Stranger Things in 24 hours. Unlike Jacob Burrows, who had only watched two episodes by the time we were ready to discuss. I blame you, Jacob Burrows. Well, I'm just trying to if, savor it, okay? I'm just trying to live in this strange moment, but no one wants to live here with me. It's all empty, like the blackness that Eleven goes into. We've been over this. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's definitely a different structure this uh, time around on the StrangerThingsPodcast.com, I mean, because we're talking about it differently. Uh, we've gone through episodes to, ep- ep- we've gone episodes to episodes before. This time, we've done the first two. Now we're doing the back it most of it uh but we're i don't think we're gonna go into every episode and every detail in part because we don't remember but mostly i think because it's not the most interesting discussion to be had at this point um first thing i wanted to ask i mean i know you don't we don't really know or remember but let's talk positively at first jim let's list some things we love about stranger things i loved this series that is i loved uh the monster monster was dope right yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. There was uh, definitely some cool monster effects. Uh, once we got to the monster, anyways, uh, it was a lot of um, almost like body snatchers at first, but people turning into, you know, grizzled chunks of the blob and then forming into a monster was pretty cool. Hopper's always cool, despite what Twitter will try to tell you that Hopper's not cool, or Evan Rachel Wood from. Westworld will try to tell you Hopper's not cool, but I would say what? that Hopper is very cool. Why? Who? Who dares? Who dares to say <laughs> such things, Jim? Ah, uh, oh, well, you told me. But. Yeah, Evan Rachel Wood. She she tried to call out Hopper for being a very toxic uh, male to Joyce because he's always mm. yelling at her. <laughs> and I mean, I guess that's fair, but uh, it is kind of a show, and it is the '80s. It is like a different time, and I feel like uh, Hopper does learn a few things throughout the way. Uh, and yeah, I, I feel well, I, yeah. I feel like especially it's similar to season two, uh, these these guys know how to end a show. They know how to bring it all together in a nice way. I thought the finale and like the emotional beats by the end were very well done. I thought that really worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, actually, you touched on already one of the main things I want to talk about, which is, you know, Hopper learning something by the end. And my question to you is, Jim, did he? Did he, though? Well, because, oh, okay. yeah, no, no, no I'm sorry, ahead. you That's go ahead. Question. I was, no, I want to hear this. What did he learn, Jim? I was just going <laughs> to say, he did kind of learn he should listen to Joyce because Joyce was the one that was kind of correct. Uh, like, because she kept saying, like, what about the kids? And he was like, fuck the kids. Fuck them kids. Like the meme would yeah. say. Uh, <laughs> but he did kind of learn to listen to it. He also learned that he could listen to Eleven and that she's a very f- strong, independent woman for all my females out there. Uh, two snaps and a head twist to you. I don't feel like he, he learned that, though. Like, when did he learn that? That is actually, like, not just for Hopper, but in general. I love the contents of Stranger Things. I think, you know, conceptually great but my main criticism of stranger things 3 is that there's not enough change in the characters like things are happening they're fighting external forces but internally these characters 
feel pretty static at this point. Like, what is Hopper's arc? Because, like, a lot of it is about this Russian guy he's fighting. And, you know, at the end, he is okay with being blasted off. Oh, spoilers, by the way, for Stranger Things 3. He's okay with being blasted off at the end, like Team Rocket, to another dimension. Clearly, he's not dead, obviously. You're, no one believes he's dead. But he's okay oh, no, with being blasted. He's dead, dude. What are you talking about? Oh. Didn't oh, you see gone? the? Didn't you see the end of Stranger Things three? He's dead. Oh, but you. Uh, but we didn't see his body, Jim. Yeah, because that, that thing not- blasts you into smithereens, my guy. Oh no, I didn't realize. <laughs> uh, he's by the portal to another world, and then I mean, at the end, he's obviously in Russia as well. Post credits, etc. Not important. My point was a lot of it is in the whole uh, show about him fighting this Russian. And at the end, he's okay with being blasted. But I feel like he would have done that in square one to save the town and Joyce and his family. Like, isn't it kind of a waste? Uh, And I know this is not probably the thing that most people complain about with Stranger Things 3, if they do complain. But this Russian character, this bad guy, isn't he kind of... He's a nothing character. Isn't it such a waste? Because he's clearly an antagonist to Hopper specifically. Like, they are so at odds all the time through the whole show. And couldn't you very easily have made him a proper antagonist instead of just a a soulless force? Couldn't you have given him like made him a shadow version of Hopper and allow this to express some of the conflict within him and allow him to grow by defeating that inner dark version of himself. Why didn't they do that, Jim? Now allow me to retort. I know you're from Sweden. You live in Ireland now. Did you have the Terminator uh, in Sweden? I know he's the Terminator. Yeah. Well, I'm just letting you know he's the Terminator. Uh, This is Stranger Things. uh, And he's the Terminator. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's the Terminator. Sure. Well, no, but, uh, but uh, let let me do let me reply. On, I mean, I do agree with you on that. Like the Terminator guy sucked. <laughs> I mean, I thought we were talking about positive things, so I wasn't bringing that. No, up we're yet. beyond that now. <laughs> uh, but no, the Terminator guy sucked. He was interesting for maybe like that one episode, kind of towards the beginning when he pops up. But for him yeah. to continue to pop up just because he's the Terminator was uh, really dumb. Um, I do think, not related to these external forces, though, I do think that Hopper does learn things and goes through an arc emotionally, and I think that's kind of what it comes down to with his letter. Given we don't see him, like, you're right. But he wrote it at the start, Jim. No, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. I was going to say is that, you know, it would have been more interesting if we saw that culminate in these external forces, like storytelling is supposed to do. Um (laughs) But yeah, his the whole thing his whole thing at the very least, even though maybe we don't see it, <laughs> is that yeah, he's you know, a tough grizzled guy that learns to love and learns to, you know, communicate his emotions. But I but everything else you're saying is absolutely correct. It would have been nicer to see that um tied in with the larger adventure i mean maybe he defeats the russian guy by telling him about his feelings and russian guys like cannot compute emotions <laughs> and then and then uh hopper is like let me tell you something else about sensitivity i also yeah. you know i get a little down sometimes when it when it rains outside and then terminator guys like ah can't take it and then <laughs> you know that would have been great yeah. Yes. I mean, even the cheesiest uh, 80s movie, I feel uh, they usually do it in a very over the top, obvious way. But it's like metaphor through monster. Like, that's what the whole thing is. And at this point, it's like, oh, it's a flesh monster. Don't you get it? It's big. Like, okay, so we're still fighting this thing. The season seems to lay out at the start. Sorry, the Stranger Things 3 seems to lay out at the start. They don't have seasons, Jacob. Yeah, no. Uh, it lays out at the start that Hopper's, you know, he's he's not necessarily being insane about it either because he's grown to be a reasonable person at this point. But uh, he's, he's let's say the se- season or series starts with uh, him being overly controlling of L, and the series or season is about him coming to terms with that she is a strong, powerful uh, woman who can do uh, what she needs to do and other stuff as well. Like, isn't there some metaphor we can have as a monster that is Eleven growing up? Isn't it like... it? it, Because Eleven as well, let's talk about that. What's different in her between the beginning and the end of Stranger Things 3? she doesn't really have her powers anymore. Hate to break it to you, Jacob. You might have missed it. Oh, yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what I meant. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, she doesn't really have her power, which is what I'm talking about. That makes sense. That's like interesting character place to start uh, Stranger Things four in, but like, what's and we talked about it last time that she's basically like seems to be still somehow uh, Stranger Things one eleven. Like, what is fashion and stuff at the start, and then yeah. at the end she's like still the same, and she dumps Mike's ass and like. I don't know. Isn't there some arc there that she could have had? Like, couldn't we have shown something about her growing up? As like, because the show is really like, uh, it really banking on you being interested in seeing like, look how all these kids grew up and now they're older than they were before. But like, you could have that as part of the story and the development of the characters too. There, it is kind of a little bit, but like in a good, clear way that's engaged with the story and not just like, oh, they're kissing now because they're yeah. older and now they have relationship troubles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and, and especially going back to the marketing, like the tagline for Stranger Things three is "One summer can change everything." Um, so uh, everything you're saying is absolutely correct. Like uh, there should be given. Yes, things are different because it's like what the the buyers are moving away, and Eleven is now kind of their adopted child, and she's moving away. So. Yes, things are changing, but I agree with you. I wish there was a little bit more meat um, on some of these arcs within the story, uh, whether it be tied, well, preferably tied in with these external forces they're fighting. And I mean, I guess I, I should call out that it feels like we're definitely in the minority. Everyone loves <laughs> Stranger Things three, and I, yeah. I mean, not that I would necessarily say it's bad. It's not. It's not a bad show. It's always a good show. Uh, it's fun to watch. It's good nostalgia. It's got fun effects and fun monsters and you know likable characters. But I think these are legit uh, criticisms at the same time uh tied into you know what what we're watching and 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 what what could have been a little bit better and i don't know i'm sure most people are like fuck these guys haters fucking haters it's kind of a problem when we do podcasts on shows we really like and then we're like well they should we know better but like we obviously don't know better we haven't made stranger things disclaimer we have not made a stranger (laughs) things equivalent how many millions of people watched your netflix show jim none because we don't have one all right we get it we go leave your podcast reviews but we're still going to talk about it because stranger things is a show that gets me really excited and interested in stories telling and what could have what could have been and what i'm excited for stranger things perhaps doing in the future i mean we can harp on details all day long like the flashbacks that you mentioned last time and i'm like they weren't that bad and then it's like literally all the time they have to cut in a flashback and they've they've seriously established it as like this is like a thing we do on stranger things if they bring in a new editor they're gonna have to give them the style guide and say make sure you cut in enough flashbacks and it's such a poor choice because we don't need it like just trust your audience we we really don't yeah and uh, since you brought that up i uh, harping on details i want to harp on a detail real quick uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i think i've kind of remember this now now you remember alexi right Alexi's this social media fan favorite. He's this season's barb, I guess. He's the Russian oh, guy that right. they they have. Yeah. It totally feels like uh, and I wish I had more specific lines written down in my notes, but you know when Alexi gets shot, right? At the carnival? Yeah. The scene before that, you know when they're with I think his name's like Greg Gullman or whatever his name is, the guy that plays the conspiracy theorist dude that's with them. And he's the one that's translating uh, for Russia. And he gives him this kind of speech about, like, America and the carnival. Yeah. And, and he says how, like, you know, you can't win and, like, it's not what it seems. Yeah. I totally thought they were setting up a big turn for that guy because even when Alexi walks up and is like, I won, it's shot in a way where I expect Beard Guy to then shoot him. Uh, <laughs> because he gives him this speech about how, like, nothing's what it seems and you never know. Like, this is America. And, uh, you know, things are lurking below. I mean, I'm paraphrasing again. I know it's not exactly what he says. And then even the way it's shot. But then they have boring Terminator guy come in and do the shooting instead. Uh, I just wanted to call that out because I was like, this totally feels like it was set up and shot in a certain way where Beardo friend guy was going to be the one to shoot Alexi. But he didn't. They chickened out and brought in the Terminator. 
I I mean I didn't think that at the moment the the beard beardy uh, conspiracy <laughs> guy doing it, yeah. but I did. I, I mean, should look up I his name the, real quick. <laughs> yes, I did think that was a good uh, sort of pair of lines there when he's like, "Oh, but it's so fun and so much to do and so many games." It's like, yeah, but the games are all rigged, and even if you get the tickets, you're you're not really the winner, and and like that's America, baby. Like I thought it was setting up a turn that Alexei would like go back to the Russians or whatever. Um, but yeah, it didn't really go anywhere. And if he just killed him and been like part of the government or whatever, though he was a conspiracy guy along, wouldn't really make sense. But that character, like, yeah, not that I'm saying they should have done that or anything like that. Um, I I mean, I'm fine that they didn't do it. But yeah, Brett Gelman, he plays Murray. I I remember the the comedian guy's name that plays him. Uh, But I just remember it was really like such a weird setup and the way it was shot that to me it stood out like, oh, here we go. Murray's got the big heel turn. Uh, but it didn't happen. Yeah, and that's one of those characters. I mean, he came in last season, sorry, but it is like they really put in a lot of new characters, and I feel like everyone's like, fuck these new characters, give us the crew, show us what the crew's up to, bring the crew back together, and they try to satisfy both by throwing in new characters, but then also like splitting up the crew so the same people are hanging out all the time and and stuff like that. But anyway, those are quibbles, like I said. Like yeah, my, I didn't mean I to derail. Earlier, I didn't mean to derail what we we're talking about. I just <laughs> I had to call. No, it no, out. I, I brought up the quibbles. <laughs> yeah. um, but my point being, uh, overall, I, I do really like Stranger Things, like for realsies. But the show has a hard time keeping me engaged <clears throat> when I feel like it's static and it feels like. You're just working your way through these episodes and the mystery is not as engaging. And there's, I mean, the show's being praised for a lot of the, well, a lot of people, and I I see value in this as well. There's a lot of good dialogue in there, some funny moments and stuff. But like, when you think of Stranger Things 1, Jim, are you like, ah, you got to remember those hilarious one-liners. Like, that's what you remember Stranger Things for, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I guess to be fair, though, it is just all about a vibe, and kind of like a like a tone in a setting so it, and they have kind of stayed true to that at the very least yeah but i mean like what i remember is joyce going absolutely bananas because she manages to communicate with her lost son i remember her being in going insane because no one will believe that there's a monster a boogeyman out there and that her son is trying to reach her and and seeing the letters on the wall that spell out run or whatever and like and sort of the first glimpse of the upside down and the tree closing up and them not knowing if they're going to get out uh 11 killing people and being like whoa this is weird because it's a kid but she's killing people this has moral ramifications none of the like fun references are what i remember from stranger things yeah and it's a lot of that and it's not as like there's cool moments like monster i'm gonna remember that flesh monster as well uh but like not as uh, th- those moments aren't as piercing because it's pretty happy-go-lucky and we know like all the bad guys from the start like the russian thing is like please for the love of god if you're you have a new group of people who are also trying to open up a portal maybe they could have some point behind it because i swear to god the point is <laughs> that they're we need to be evil yeah. we need to open up this evil door so we can be the first to do it before the u.s like i get it that's probably what would happen if we <laughs> had that we'd be like well we gotta do it because it's there but like investing all this and exploring like you could have the Russian influence and the upside down, you could have those interact. They literally have nothing to do with each other in this show so far. Like if it's about invasion of the body snatchers and maybe you want to touch on, I don't know, the red menace and that as well, maybe combine those, maybe have not a deal, but technology going like a demigorgon. No, excuse me. Did I say we want a demigorgon? Forget about that. Let's have uh, at least that they connect with the upside down. They actually do manage to use the upside down for something and that's the real threat instead of just well we got to get this portal open why why do you got to get this portal open so bad that you're infiltrating this small town show me literally anything other than we're evil and we want monsters on our side maybe actually have them do something with it uh that would be part of the threat instead of just going back to this mind flayer show me something new maybe please well and especially like you had said before 
you know, if they gave this Terminator character more of a personality or at least someone on, like, there's no one on the Russian sides that is, like, a character. It, you know, that's yeah. why everyone's just like, oh, yeah, now they're up against the Russians. And that's literally it. Like, that's all you say. Like, oh, yeah, no, it's just Russians. Like, we don't even have, um, you know, uh, Matthew Modine as, like, Martin Brenner in the first season. At least he was, like, a character. Who, by the way, I feel like, although I, I think I give Stranger Things too much credit, but um, in that post scene when they're like, uh, no, not the American, get the other guy. I feel like that's a, a, a that's a Misfits. swerve, but it's probably not because <laughs> I don't think they do that. But I was thinking that maybe, you know, I would assume we're going to see this Matthew Modine, Martin Brenner character again uh, to tie in with Eleven. Uh, and maybe that's tying into what's going on with... Um, uh how like russia's getting involved who knows whatever that's fucking for speculation shit uh yeah because i don't i don't believe we saw him die in the first season or first series i should say uh the brenner character papa right yeah but either way back to what we're I talking about like there's no face there's no face on the russians the the, the vegas thing we have is in and i'm sure this is how people talk like oh remember the terminator like guy yeah or the russians like there's no there's no character to go with it it's just the russians and then even like again it's the mind flayer again and you remember yeah. how we saw him in season two now it's kind of like we kind of got him here we, we we figured out a way to get him into the real world uh, by making him a big blob of, of flesh, which is fine, but it's not that interesting to see them like fight a big thing, uh, just a big, you know, here's a giant, what about a giant thing? Um, <clears throat> and I mean, I guess, and, and even the thing with Eleven losing her powers, it's not even so much a character moment as it's like a necessity for them writing because... It was getting to the point where there was no tension because Eleven was kicking ass all the time, which is great. I mean, it's cool. She's a powerful character. Nothing wrong with that. But it feels like they have to, you know, nerf her a bit. Otherwise, it's there's no tension involved in any of the drama. Yeah. And I don't think uh, this is necessarily, you know, something they definitely should have done. It would have been way better. But what I thought was happening when she fell onto the beach. Remember that bit? Oh, yes. Um, what I thought was happening there was that the mind flare had lured her in basically and trapped her. And I think there was a bit like when she was waking up, but she wasn't actually awake or whatever. Cause they were all gone. And I thought that would be the thing that we actually get to see some of the danger of the mind flare from the other side or whatever trapping, maybe even trapping her inside Billy's mind or Billy's worst memories or best memories or whatever, so that they can then go and kill them all. Cause 11 would be out of it. She would be unable to return to her body. That felt like what they were building up to. That would be a way of doing that. And maybe then she comes back without her powers. Granted, I'm sure they'll do something with it in uh, the fourth one, but uh, like she's going to get her power back powers back and Hopper's going to come back too. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, if the characters don't change along the way, do those events really matter then? Maybe there'll be a lot of that next time because she has to deal with that. But really, I didn't feel Eleven changed. Like I said, Mike didn't change, uh, I felt. I mean, he does sort of say that he loves her, but, like, what's, what's the difference there? He always did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Dustin has a girlfriend at the end on the radio, like... I like all these characters. I want to emphasize that. I'm not like, fuck these characters, but I'm like, there's so much opportunities for these people to grow before our eyes as characters, and it's not really happening. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, but I, I guess, you know, when it comes down to it, it's an entertaining show, um, and people like it. People really love this season, and I was kind of surprised because I, season two kind of got a bad rap, but personally, I would... I would think it's I would put it above series three and I don't know maybe that's just people kind of got it out of their system there was a little pushback on stranger things like and now they were ready to welcome back and I'm having like a delayed reaction and I'm having some pushback with series three here and then I'll be ready when four drops to like love it again uh, again not yeah. that I hate it but uh, yeah, like a, a lot of what you're saying kind of explains it more on why I wasn't connecting as much, I feel like, because yeah. it even felt more of a rehash to me. And I think I talked about this in our first discussion. I, I guess I was kind of gearing up to see a little bit more than the upside down 
Um, but we were just like right back in with the upside down and not, and not even in a case where like we're getting more answers. It's still, you know, it's the upside down. It's the same upside down from the first series. Uh, you know, it's, it looks all, it's got floaty things in there and little bugs, monsters, and they put things on your face to, uh, you know, put little lizards in your body. Um, I don't know. You know, it's, it's fun. It's sci-fi. It's, 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 you know, they play with fun things. It was cool seeing the Gravitron. I got excited every time I saw the Gravitron. That's the ride in the carnival, the one that spins around really quick and you get stuck to the wall. Cause growing up, I loved the going on the Gravitron. It would come to my local okay. county fair as well. So I was like, hell yeah, Gravitron. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Reference. I like, uh, yeah, no, that I, I agree with all of that. I think, um, I think that we've been saying that all along, and I think probably a lot of people have that, you know, the first one was great, and then, like, what, like, we wanted, like, we want that again, but different, and we got it again, but the same, Um, which is also good. But well, then we got it again, but the same again, because I feel like they really did try to do like an X-Men thing with the other numbers ones. And everyone was like, fuck that episode. Mm. And they were like, Except OK, me, I, I liked <laughs> yeah. it. And, and I guess that's my problem. That's why I don't like this new one. Uh, and going back yeah. real quick to another thing where, you know, they they attempt to do something with Nancy where, yes. you know, she's working at the paper and we see these men who are, you know, just being men, like very uh, almost Mad Men-esque, but I guess the 80s version of it where they're just cracking jokes and they don't take her seriously. And then they almost have that, like have a payoff when they're zombies, but then all that happens is they're zombies and they just like kill them, <laughs> you know? Like it doesn't really amount to a ton. Uh, I mean, yeah. I guess then she, she does have that moment with her mom where... Now we're, you know, we get the other side of uh, of uh, Nancy's mom and how, you know, she's not just drooling over the local lifeguard uh, who's like a teenage boy. Uh, she's also had a rough life because she's a woman and, grow, you know, you deal with giving things up and making the best of what you have and being strong and whatever. But I don't know. I feel like there was some things that were set up there that could have been paid off a little bit better, but they just kind of... Yes. And, and even in the end, like, I think this has been pointed out in other discussions, like, when they have, like, this big... Don't they have, like, a revelation, like, on the news or something like that, like, kind of at the end about the mall and the Russians? You would almost expect, like, yeah. I'm Nancy Wheeler, and, you know, this is a breaking story I did or something like that. But no, it's just, you know, hey, someone else figured it out. Someone else broke the story. Yeah, like, Detective Pikachu did that, and that's <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Like, you could do it Stranger Things. You are better than that. Uh, they almost have it. They, like, they almost have a thing, just like you said, because there's some sort of metaphor to be found there because these guys are dicks, and it does, like, the dynamic even works because you have one guy who's, like, a caricature and over the top, and it you know, keeps throwing shit jokes out about how he's uh, an asshole. And then you have, like, the editor or whatever, and she kind of goes to him, and then it turns out, nah, he's also a dick head and it feels like it's setting something up and maybe she'll like there will be some change but i swear that talk with her mother the whole point was keep doing what you're doing like don't (laughs) don't change and i was like that is the opposite (laughs) of what i needed here because she was being inconsiderate to her boyfriend and she was making bad choices even though she just happened to be right and it's like that's kind of uh characterizes the whole uh show for me in this moment because the show st- is still doing what it's doing, and you want, and it's like, well, I still like it, but like, we needed you to change, like Nancy needed to change in that moment. I don't know, like, I'm not saying she was wrong, but I'm just saying that's a big give her a push in the right direction moment. But the push is exactly the same direction as she had previously, and it doesn't change her relationship, and it doesn't change her professional life because they're all dead and she's not in the report at the end and it's like they almost have that metaphor there for these guys but then like the reason they're assholes is just so we don't feel bad when they die (laughs) yeah that's 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 it (laughs) yeah um yeah yeah i mean we got to see back to the future five times yeah like and and i love back to the future it's it's pretty much my favorite movie you know depending on when you ask 
Oh, but, you must love Stranger Things. Yeah. It has loads of it. <laughs> but even I'm like, you know, in the beginning, I, I expected them, like, because in the first episode, they go to the theater, and I'm like, oh, no, they're going to go see Back to the Future. But they don't. They see Day of the Dead. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And you see the Back to the Future poster in the theater. All right, fun. But then, like, no, they're like, no, don't worry. <laughs> Later, we're going to go to Back to the Future. Don't even worry. And we're going to see a bunch of Back to the Future. And, and I mean, like this clips. <laughs> and I know this is like a nitpick. But it is kind of like, ah, you know, you don't have to do that. Just just yeah, you're doing Stranger Things and you're doing the 80s, but you don't need back to like Back to the Future is going too far now. Like, just stop. Um, And I'm not a fan of uh, I know everyone loves Maya Hawk, but I I don't know why I'm rebelling against Maya Hawk, but I just don't love her. That's uh, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter who plays uh, Robin. Uh, yeah. on Stranger Things. Maybe I'm just against nepotism. That could, I think that's my thing, is I'm just against ne- nepotism. Yeah, I liked her at the start. I didn't hate her by the end uh, at all. But like I said in our first podcast, she did kind of come in like, hi, I'm a character. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense, just like, hi, and, the internet's going to love me. Don't mind me. <laughs> and you know, ha- I don't know what that means, <laughs> but that's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, and hate's a strong word. Like, I wouldn't say I hate yeah. the character. The The revelation when that she's gay, I thought was like, that was clever. It was a nice play yeah. on what what they were doing. And... You know, it's fun. Like, I did like them being friends and Steve having, like, a friend that's his own age was kind of nice, even though I love him with Dustin. Uh, I mean, so there's... Well, wait, wait. I just have to cut you off because saying everything else, I I still laugh every time someone's like, how many kids do you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, they're friends at the end. Them getting a job at, like, a video store or whatever. Those scenes, like, I'm, like, loving it still. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, so there's one character. Us? Did you? Oh, I'm gonna say. Go oh, ahead. Wait. I was just gonna say there's one character that has a full and complete arc that changes from beginning to end. Can you guess who it is, Jim? Is it Max? No, it's Billy. Billy changes. Oh, that's true. He sacrifices no, right. himself at the end, much like Hopper, except Billy wouldn't have done it at the start, and he does it at the end. That's very Pretty true. simple storytelling stuff there. Now, I don't like Billy because they don't, like, I know when we go into Billy's mind, I'm like, you're going to try to make me like Billy, and I'm like, it's not going to work, and it didn't work, but the story worked. Like, the beats of the story worked, and he sacrificed himself at the end. We had the whole thing with him in the sauna, him going mad, all this stuff. Like, he's an asshole at the start, and he does a good thing at the end fucking boom that's a story that's true yeah yeah that's a great call out and yeah i i I was kind of doing the same thing once i realized we were in his mind i'm like here we here we go this is where you know yeah they need to make us like him a little bit or root for him here but it still works uh yeah and uh back to i know i was kind of uh poo-pooing robin a bit but i would trade max for robin so you know, if I had to choose, like, all right, let's drop Max. We'll keep Robin in the gang because uh, Max was a weird one because she kind of cared about Billy at the end, almost like the way we, the audience who don't know him at all, were like, oh, yeah, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Max was Max was there to show fashion, I guess. And, I mean, there was something there in the scene where, like, where she finds out that, like, when she goes, like, Billy's not a murderer. Like, he's he's an asshole, but he's not, like, a, that bad. And then when she finds out that it, he might be and everything, like, there's something there character-wise. Yeah. But. It's just yeah, weird, though, because really... I feel like the Billy in season two I would have believed was a murderer. I'm pretty sure he almost ran them all over at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does it this one as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he was a racist as well. I guess they decided to tone that down. <laughs> yeah, they um, left that. They left that there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is Stranger Things, and I think the one of the main things we've said is like we would love for there to be something new. Everyone said from the start, is it going to be an anthology show or not? And they were like, no, everyone loves the characters. I think that was a good call, but it could be an anthology in terms of the monsters, please. 
like Buffy has a new monster every episode just saying you could do one new monster per season but we did a new monster per season no because they're all the mind flayer they're, yeah. they're all demigorgons and mind flayers it the, the gorgons are controlled by the mind flayer everything is it's the same thing and it's a, a void thing like it has no personality it, it's supposed to be creepy but it's not uh it's it looks dangerous when it's here in flesh form and all and it's cool but it doesn't have a personality and it doesn't have anything that it represents that defeating it sort of means uh in the terms of the story at least that's what i took from it well you don't think that the mind flare is a personality when don't you remember at the end of stranger things 2 he was still looking at the school like hmm i'm gonna get you 11 if it's the last thing i do <laughs> yeah yeah, that did happen, didn't well, it? Well, although uh, maybe it's because I, I aren't you you play D and D, right? Aren't you kind of versed in D and D? I I don't play D and D, but isn't this the mind flare from D and D? Like for the most part, besides it being, you know, on Stranger Things, like is this tie in well, more I, with D and D lore? The mind flare. Now I had to Google it. It's just some guy with a squid face. And to, to clarify, I play a lot of role-playing games in line with D&D, but I've actually okay. never played Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, okay. So I'm no, no expert in that particular game, though I've played many a role-playing game, as you can find at awesomepedia.org, where I will soon have a podcast <laughs> where I play a role-playing game. So yes, I am worse. I am <laughs> worse than everyone on this show and in the world, uh, but it's a very good show that I'll be doing. Don't worry about it. Now, I do love Will and his desire to play D&D like, the first two times he says it, but he becomes almost a caricature when he's like, get rid of the girls. Like, finally, yeah. <laughs> can we now can we play D&D? But then again, it almost almost turns back around when he shows up in like a wizard hat and i'm like no one is this over the top so i love that he's this over the top and he's like, address yeah. me by my full name and i'm like i can't believe i haven't seen a hundred memes where someone says something and he's just like address me by my full name and his sort of wizard hat and all that uh he didn't really change either kind of did but i mean not really I, there was something there that could have happened too. more i want i just want more stranger things i want more change in stranger things is what i want well i mean not that this is change or anything like that um do you think that the show is setting him up to be a gay character from that line? like everyone's reading a lot into that line i think it's in the third or fourth episode when uh, gay, they already did gay he's got to be asexual he just loves dnd that's true they do because when mike says like it's not my fault you don't like girl or like girls and then it gets like they like look at each other for a quiet moment for a second yeah you're probably right <laughs> oh will gets a boyfriend next season that'll be interesting who could his boyfriend be new cool character who has all this personality and the I internet think, loves him i think they need to bring back one of the bullies from series one and he Ooh. can be the boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> now I'm on board, Jim. <laughs> this, this I can deal with. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> um, um, let me see here. We have Lucas's sister. She's another character. Which, I, I mean, again, and I, I hate to be the party pooper, but I'm not a fan of this character. Like, she was fun in Series 2. Was it Series 2? Because I'm, I'm trying to remember if she's in Series 1 or not. But I know she had, like, the fun moment in Series 2 and kind of got memed. And everyone like on social media loved her, so they're like, "Let's bring her back a ton." Um, okay, I know I have a Stranger Things podcast. I shouldn't admit this, but I legit forgot she was in Stranger Things too. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, she was because she was like making a face at Lucas, like threatening to like kind of tell on him or something like that. Yeah, uh, sounds right. I, I mean, it's still it's a fun pair up at least. Like when they're all together, when it's you know Steve, Dustin, Robin, and whatever her name is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great, great. Uh, um, it, it is a fun. It's a fun pair up, uh, but I think it's mostly still fun. I'm giving all credit to Steve on this. Oh, Erica, mm -hmm. I'm giving all credit to Steve on this. Um, yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense. I, I will say, while it's a good pair up, I think we touched on this as well. Uh, it it feels almost. I mean, I and maybe it, maybe it's for the best, but we had really separate storylines for most of the show. And if Hopper's storyline is supposed to be about him coming to terms with being open with his emotions or whatever, and his relationship with Elle, and like he threatens uh, Mike at the start, and that seems important, um, maybe he should be more involved in the rest of the story going on. I, I get the, why you would separate them like that, because you got a shit ton of characters for one, and like you want to explore these different storylines. But 
I I I don't even know what I have to say about that because it's probably for the best. But just like I I also wanted Dustin to hang out with his friends. <laughs> like I, he's now no longer their friends, and he just hangs out with his new crew, I guess. And I'm trying to find it now, but I know there was um because it reminded me when we were talking about uh, the um, uh, Erica Lucas's sister because she has mm. that little speech on capitalism and uh there's some hot takes about how like stranger things is an ode to capitalism even though because like they point to the mall in the 80s and the the products and everything but they forget that like the whole thing with the mall is that it's run like there's a secret underbelly of it of russians running it like so so kind of like kills the whole hot take in a way but you have to kind of ignore that uh, I'm just seeing if I can find the actual article on it. Yeah, while it does lift up, obviously, tropes of the 80s, which was a, quote, simpler time and, you know, big action heroes fighting commies and monsters and shit, uh, it's still, I mean, it has that line that we mentioned. It almost, almost feels hammered in the line about, like, all the games are rigged in America. Um, but, yeah, there's there's the mall, the whole mall thing. If there's any metaphor in, in Stranger Things 3, it's that mall bad because <laughs> underneath evil. Like, so I, I don't think I agree with that one. But as we've said, there could have been more done with that as well. Uh, Stranger Things 3 is a lot to say about uh, Russia and communism for a show set during a decade of U.S. history where thousands of people were dying of an easily preventable AIDS epidemic while the government, headed by a Hollywood actor, instead chose to push trickle-down economics. I'm talking this less... Is a super hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking less about AIDS and more about how capitalism is romanticized in Stranger Things 3 in both the portrayal of the U.S., and the contrasting portrayal of the USSR substitutes AIDS with Iran-Contra or the crack epidemic in U.S.-backed coops or more. But again, like, if we're talking, like, I know there's that line where she specifically is like, I love capitalism, but it's like a funny thing because it's a little girl saying this and how she wants to get ice cream. Um, yeah. But, but again, even if you look at stuff in the show, like with the products and the mall, you still have to realize, like, one of the whole things of the show is that beneath the veneer of suburbia is a dark evil force that's growing. So you can't just make these statements and ignore like a whole important part of the show. Yeah. And speaking of connections and things like that, if they really, if they were going to bring Russians in and do anything with communism versus capitalism, maybe also bring in the fact that, I mean, they're doing invasion of the body snatchers, maybe bring in the fact that, all these people are mind controlled to follow one goal and work towards one thing like animals in a hive. Like, isn't there something you could have done there with making the Russians more involved with the storyline where people's bodies are taken over or something like that? Or am I crazy? There's like almost a theme there somewhere. Right. Yeah. And the show even touches on how like the local businesses are dying because of the mall and how it's not like quite a great thing. And again, the mall was built by the evil Russians. <laughs> yeah, which the mall I liked for like two episodes. And then I was like, I didn't realize this was the mall season. Too. Um, I mean, and yes. it, like I'm not saying these people are stupid, but I have seen a lot of people talk about how like yeah, that was just like the mall I went to growing up. And in a way, I get it. Like that stuff's fun where it's like there was a Sam Goody and, you know, there yeah. was, like I even said myself, the Gravitron. Wow, I remember going the Gravitron. That was fucking cool, man. But yeah. that still doesn't mean, like, like I'm not all the way over on the other side of, like, Stranger Things is just nostalgia porn, which, you know, is a valid, <laughs> very valid <laughs> statement. But sure. <laughs> I think it can do both, and I feel like it has done both. Uh, but I don't know. It just I, it didn't fully come together in this Stranger Things 3. Yeah. And I think for me personally, like how, well, we, we've, we've speculated wildly about it. I think it's because almost all the storylines could have used a bit more change in the character characters and you have these separate plots and that's fine, but thematically they could be tied together better. Like when yeah. you have, you have a big flesh monster and then you also have people's minds being controlled and then you have communism and you have like, Eleven soul thing going on and whatever and 
I, I don't know. There's just something uh, something more that could have been done. But looking forward, like I still like this uh, this part, the Stranger Things three, and all I want is for Stranger Things to stop spinning its wheels. Like I want it to grab additional influences, which superficially it does it brings in the terminator or body snatchers like it brings in visual themes and even like external yeah the blob absolutely brings in like these external forces that come into the show um but i feel like they could take other 80s influences as well maybe like well i i i can't throw out examples but like, I wouldn't nest Well, maybe I would have minded. Maybe this would have been the worst thing if they tried too much. But, like, what if instead of having them fucking see Back to the Future in the background, what if... And just imagine, again, this would probably be shit. But imagine if Stranger Things 2 was all about time travel. Like, what the fuck? That would be such a different uh, show to the first one. And it might have been total shit, because time travel is really tricky to do right. But just as an example, taking Back to the Future and doing something with that in the second one, yeah, that would fit the name of the show, Stranger Things, that you're sort of exploring these different worlds and instead of just staying in one. And I feel like there are things that do this magnificently where you do, you sort of a weird amalgam where you can explore different spaces uh, within a genre or genres like the one that sprung to mind when i was thinking about this was uh welcome tonight uh, excuse me welcome to night vale uh a podcast where that one is like very uh different obviously but it has a lot of strange stuff going on in it um and it all manages to somehow make sense within this universe while being very strange and diverse and, and things are happening that are different each time and like having just having, I, I can't think of any additional examples. I don't know if you can, but like time travel isn't one example of something that would have been really different and probably shit. I actually totally thought they were going that way because when it opens up and it looks like they almost have like a collider type, uh, like a mechanism with the Russians. But then I'm like, oh, they're just trying to go into the upside down again. Uh, but when I first saw like what was going on, I thought maybe they're opening something up like that. And I still have a, a long gestating theory going back to I think even the first series of Stranger Things where they will somehow whether it be through time travel or whatever I feel like we're gonna see grown up versions of these kids in some yeah. way because uh, oh, yeah. they're gonna they're already ripping off Stephen King and it's already kind of like it with kids that we'll eventually we'll see them grown up uh, but yeah I mean either way whether I, I do agree that time travel is probably not the best thing but I would have welcomed something like that just to change it up a little bit and I mean I guess going even embracing like more of like cyberpunk genre movies of the time which I guess they kind of already did with that episode everyone hated so they probably won't go down that path uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I'm with you like there's some other stuff to kind of play around with um, yeah and and go from there um i did just uh, i i just googled like 80s movies and i was like there's so much to pull from and then i was like almost all of this is in stranger <laughs> things in one way or another but like for some more extreme examples ghostbusters obviously it's not gonna have ghostbusters but you had them dressed up as them in the previous series maybe explore what a soul is in this world and like how it can be sucked out and placed in someone else freaky friday style again that might be over the top it might be destroying the sort of realism that you want in contrast to the fantastical elements if you introduce too much of this stuff but like the russian guy could have been a robot just saying maybe yeah. that would have been too much but it would have been something guys it would have been something that's true i mean they've I, i've i've seen a few quotes about like where we're headed and um I think they've talked about how they're going to, in Series 4, they're going to open it up a lot more. Uh, there's a lot of speculation of portals. Uh, mm. Because, I mean, if if we... I mean, maybe people are just going off that because they think Hopper's in Russia. And now it's like, well, how's he going to get back? <laughs> and it's like, oh, a portal. Right. But I guess that's probably fair. how they get a Demogorgon uh, in Russia? I'm sure it's going to be like you go in the upside down and then you come out in another area and now you're in, like, Russia. <laughs> Even though it sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound that amazing. Like, they should have done that. This, like, this 
this uh, season. But like, uh, yeah, when the Russian thing was happening, I was like, oh, they're doing the same thing, but it's in Russia now. And then it's like, no, nah, it's still in Hawkins, yeah. though. <laughs> like, we got to do it in Hawkins. Oh, but are you doing something different? No, nah, it's the same thing, though. We just want different people doing it. Ah, uh, yeah, but they don't talk English, so <laughs> they don't have personalities. Don't worry about it. Alexi does, kind of. But yeah. Again, lots of stuff I loved about Stranger Things, um, and I'm excited for Stranger Things 4 when it eventually just pops into our lives and we watch it and then forget about it immediately, as always happens, as is our modern-day custom. Yes, yeah, and I, I could have sworn they had said that they only wanted to do, like, four or five seasons, but I can't... I was just trying to look for that. I have also read that. I don't remember where, but them talking about, like, definitely only five or something, so opening yeah. it up in the fourth one seems... Uh, I don't know, an interesting choice. Good work. I mean, they are saying, the quote here is that uh, it's going to feel very different than this season, but I think that's the right thing to do, and I think it'll be exciting. They have the broad strokes of what it looks like, what details to be filled in. Um, and, I mean, I guess they do say the biggest thing that's going to happen is it's going to open up a little bit, not necessarily in terms of scale or special effects, but in terms of allowing plot lines in the area outside of Hawkins. And, I mean, I guess that's obvious, Never mind the Russia thing, but just the fact that uh, the Wheelers have moved somewhere. I don't know how far away. They might have mentioned something like an hour. I don't know. They said something about coming back for holidays. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh, that's our discussion of Stranger Things 3. Do send your thoughts to showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com or even better, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you could do that on our strangerthings.com feed. Uh, sorry, strangerthingspodcast.com. Wish we had strangerthings.com. Uh, you could leave that on our podcast feed for this show or you could do it on Shows What You Know because we do have a, a feed there where you can hear all of our discussions on shows like The Sopranos, The Handmaid's Tale, all sorts westworld um, i don't know we do a lot of them american vandal remember that show what yeah. a great show yeah actually yeah <laughs> i mean great time to go to shows we're giving it a little bit of a facelift making it easier to find all the shows we've discussed and i'll actually rattle off a few american gods better call saul black mirror which i also thought of in connection with this where they do something different every time even if sometimes it is shit um We've discussed Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, Everything Sucks, Fargo, Gilmore Girls, House of Cards, Legion, Mr. Robot, Nathan for You, Outcast, Preacher, Riverdale, Spaced, Star Trek Discovery, Steven Universe, Taboo, The Deuce, The End of the Fucking World, The Get Down, The Good Place, The Night of, The OA, Vice Principals, and more, all at showswhatyouknow.com. Wow. All great shows. Wow. Wow, uh, indeed. Ah, uh, uh, and we don't have an... <laughs> I always forget if we have an ending for this one. Uh, I guess we don't. No, we we uh, we don't. So we're just gonna cut to black, much like yeah. in uh, I think, much like in uh, L's mind. We're gonna see it down on the upside. Catch you on the upside down. Down. Side. Jesus, no, that's terrible. <laughs>